Listening to the iZombie podcast with Robin and Steph, a fan podcast about the CW show iZombie. My name is Robin, and I don't know if I have the range for Blue Ranger. Uh, I'm Stephanie, and I've watched every episode on purpose. <laughs> and I'm Ralph, and I'm friends with one half of the fog. <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh, this yeah. is a, welcome. Welcome to the show, Ralph. I'll say straight up. Straight up. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, you've caught up with iZombie, at least our podcast. Um, uh-huh. But maybe you should explain that that comment first. <laughs> um. So in the episode, one of the episodes we're discussing this week is the uh, Cape Town, and the fog is named after the creators of the comic book iZombie. Mm-hmm. Uh. Um, Chris Roberson and Mike Mike Allred, and uh, I'm I'm actually pretty good friends with Mike Allred, That's awesome. who's the artist that uh, that uh, you know did the books. Mm-hmm. And we keep talking and back and actually, forth about getting him on this show, but I I'm always I'm I don't know I've had a lot of people on the show, but I'm, some some reason I'm shy about talking to Mike. <laughs> he's you know what he's the I'm not even like this isn't even hyperbole he is the nicest person I know <laughs> that's awesome both both him and his wife Laura are amazing people uh he talks a lot mm-hmm. um I interviewed him for a podcast years ago and it was he he'll talk your ear off you ask one question and he'll just go oh cool so he might be a really good guest I would yeah. say just ask yeah just ask does he have a a, a a book out? Is he working on stuff now? What I believe he he's currently working on Silver Surfer with yes. Dan Slott. Silver Surfer. Oh, cool. Um, and he's yeah, got a few other titles. I was a fa- I became a fan of his like when I first um, around high school. Uh, I started getting back into comic books, um, but this was in the '90s, and there was a lot of uh, giant guns, tons of pouches that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. those kind of comic books. And I didn't really like it. I, there was like books like Spawn and Wildcats and, and, and things like that. Um, they weren't my cup of tea because I was looking for something kind of more what I was used to growing up. Mm-hmm. And I discovered a book by Mike Allred called Madman. And Mike's art style is very kind of Silver Age comics. And so I really got into Madman. Um, it's it's uh, it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh Kind of goofy, kind of out there, but it's more like an action adventure with some like sci-fi elements and some kind of like weird magical, mystical stuff. It's kind of a hodgepodge of anything you can do with a comic. Um, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, like it, around like ninety-seven, ninety-eight, I found out that he had like a message board, and there was a there was a small group of maybe like twenty of us that would go on these message boards, including Mike, and we just kind of became friends. And uh, uh, so when he started doing iZombie, the comic, uh, I read it from day one. Wow. So so every month iZombie came out, I was reading them individually. I have – I think I have all the comics um, in regular paper form. And then I got the trades and stuff. Yeah, I bought the trades when we were thinking about doing the show and then we reviewed those. And uh, then we I just got that omnibus uh, and I've been – Yeah, I need to get read. that. 
I need to do that. What's funny is, what's funny with you guys, I'm sure you guys, oh, you did read the book before the show started. Yep. Yes. And um, I'm always preparing. (laughs) Yeah. What's funny is when I, after I was done reading the book, I'm like, man, I love this book. It's so crazy and so weird. And uh, they announced the show and they started, you you started reading like the synopsis and stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh, it doesn't sound like iZombie. And then they changed uh, Gwen's name to live, live more. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's the cheesiest thing I've ever heard. (laughs) And then it, it, it got to the point where I'm like, all right, because of Mike, I'm going to watch the show. Mm-hmm. And even though like I'm against it because it's just changing completely. There's like characters in there. Like there's no characters that are the same from the book. And um, so we watched the show and the pilot kind of grabbed me. Yeah. Um, I never watched Veronica Mars. Uh, my wife Stevie did. Um, I watched Party Down. So I wasn't mm-hmm. really super into like Rob Thomas's stuff. But I was like, well, I mean, I knew that Mike did the opening credits. And that was enough. I was like, you know, I'm going to support my friend. Mm-hmm. And then I really got into the show. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really liked the show. And I've talked to Mike about it a little bit. And uh, he has zom- iZombie viewing parties at his house every whatever day they're on. Oh, I want to go. Tuesdays. <laughs> and uh, and because uh, I was wondering what he thought of it. Because, you know, it's something that he created with uh, Chris Roberson. And they, you know, they kind of hand it off to somebody else. Mm-hmm. And they mess with it and change it all around and he said he still loves it that's great well good that's good to yeah. hear i'm glad I mean, yeah i read I, it, when when i read the comics we we prepared, prepared and read the comics and you know just knowing the synopsis going into it i i was really kind of worried like oh man i love rob thomas and that's what's gotten us into it in the first place but yeah. like oh man you know you you feel bad that somebody's property is totally changed but i don't know i that's but that's how I felt like when you guys, because once again I I binged your podcast and it was already after Sorry. the show had the show had started <laughs> yeah and so when I went back to go to the first episode and you were doing the book review I was like oh man they're gonna hate this <laughs> it's nothing <laughs> like it's nothing like the show yeah but it's it's a whole different can of worms well the like, comic could not be a show it was oh, its own thing no. it could not yeah. be a show. And what we have is something that can go on for years and years, seasons and seasons. And uh, it's more like a series and not a comic. Yeah. You guys, you guys got to talk to Mike. We should. (laughs) Let's call him now. No. (laughs) Uh, I'll send him a text. (laughs) No, I'm not going to do that. And uh, I have to say, thanks for binging our podcast. I'm a fan of you have two podcasts, but you are you have another uh, uh, celebrity friend that you do a podcast with. You want to tell yeah. folks about this podcast? I love it. Yeah, that's the newest one. Um, it's called the Kaiju Podcast. And for those of you who don't know what Kaiju is, um, it's essentially uh, it's Japanese for like giant monsters or strange creatures. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's me and Jorge Garcia that you might know from um, Lost. And uh, every other week we review one monster movie and that's pretty much it. <laughs> it's uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, we It's something I brought up to him after we watched the Godzilla movie together. <clears throat> we went and saw the latest Godzilla movie in theaters. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards we had dinner and we just kept talking about it. And I'm like, oh man, I really, I really want to do a podcast about monster movies. And so I, you know, got up the courage 
sent a sent a text to him and he said yeah sure <laughs> and then um i don't think it was until we started doing the show that we realized that it was going to be so fun yeah it is a lot <laughs> we're of having fun. a good time we're having a good time. Yeah. I, and I've never seen any of these movies before, so I think huh. I watched Godzilla once. That's probably it. Yeah. So watching him for the first time now, I think as a as – like you guys watched him as boys, you know, young men uh, and, and yeah. probably grew affectionate from, you know, childhood. But yeah. So I'm like kind of cursing myself that I never watched them as a, as a kid. Because, uh, uh-huh. you know, seeing Godzilla jumping up and down and <laughs> fighting <laughs> fighting different other other monsters is uh, is great. Yeah, so you're doing like Godzilla. Are you doing like the host, like newer ones? We're, we're actually – okay. So here's the deal. We, we've recorded 15 episodes already. Uh, this week we aired episode five. And since we're doing it biweekly, we have we have episodes banked until August. Uh huh. <laughs> so if for some reason I get struck by lightning right now and I die, <laughs> you guys are going to have you know fifteen episodes <laughs> the last year, the, the half of the year. Um, Between the, Jorge, our uh, next, release the tapes. <laughs> yeah, our our next recording that we're doing is the host. Oh, oh that's we're awesome. doing so. So how we do it is we watch two movies and we record every week. And then we split those two movies into two episodes. So uh, that's how we're able to get, get so far ahead. So um, we, so we're watching the host and Mechagodzilla right this week. So when you see those episodes pop up on iTunes, you'll know when that was recorded. Yeah. Which is now in the middle of, I guess it's the beginning of March, but those yeah, are going to show I'm- up in August. Well, I'm sure he, you know, he has times where he's unavailable because he's working. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's we've been pretty good though about about syncing up our schedules. Yeah. Um and then oh my gosh. I don't I don't there's this thing I'm like in kind of nervous mode right now mm-hmm. cuz um we wanted to make sure we got a timely review of Kong Skull Island yeah. which comes yeah. out next week. So what we did was back in November, we said on episode six, uh, tune in next time where we'll be reviewing Kong Skull Island. And then we skipped episode seven and did episode eight. So we're kind of just hovering around with this empty slot, making sure that we hit our, you know, Mm. we hit that date. But it's all like planned out. But Kong Skull Island is going to be the one um, that we... uh, that we actually recorded close to uh, the release date. I'm really excited about pod- that movie too. Uh, you should be because I saw it already. Oh, I went. I went two nights ago. Um, my friend Kevin, who does all right, let's do a podcast with me. Let's do other podcast, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, he got uh, a press screening, and it was me, Kevin, and about twelve other people. In uh, at Dolby, at the Dolby Studios, where they do the sound, oh. and it was a tiny theater, and it was the it the, sh- the seats were rumbling. <laughs> this movie is nuts. <laughs> I believe, as of recording, the moratorium is lifted, so we're good. Cool, cool. <laughs> uh, cool. I, I I don't watch movies in IMAX, but go see Kong's Island in IMAX if you can. Oh, boy. 
Uh, all right. Well, our, our, our iZombie fans are like, all right, let's, uh, <laughs> let's move it along now. Um, um, so, uh, again, thanks for being on. Uh, let's get into the yeah. news. Uh, actually, first thing I want to just quickly plug, uh, uh, I, I was a, a guest on a podcast recently. It was called the Digging Six Feet Under podcast. Um, with uh, funeral director uh, Victor Rubio, a real f- funeral director hosts his podcasts, and he's reviewing episodes of Six Feet Under, and it was a lot of fun. And uh, I used to actually host a Six Feet Under podcast, so it was good to chat about Six Feet Under again. Uh, and it gave me a lot of morgue experience to get ready for this show. <laughs> mm. uh, but uh, yeah, I Zombie News. Um, there's a couple of things here. Uh, Rose McIver is going to be in a funnier die video that's coming out this weekend. And uh, don't really know too much about it other than they just kind of like released a teaser video. But uh, we'll put it on our all our social media accounts when uh, it, it's released. Uh, but big news is uh, Raul Coley has been kind of teasing on Twitter that he's been filming something that he can't talk about. Well, the press release came out today. And it says that he's uh, guest starring on Supergirl. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Stevie just told me about that. Yeah. <laughs> Which is very exciting. He's playing Jack Sphere, a charismatic tech genius who has spent decades working on a medical innovation that will eradicate major illnesses and change the face of the world if it works. Uh, Jack comes to National City <laughs> to demonstrate his technology to members of the press, including Kara Danvers, who is Supergirl. Uh, spoilers. <laughs> um, uh, and he, uh, his arrival stirs up front page news as well as feelings in his old flame, Lena Luther. So, <laughs> oh. uh, in the comments, I really, Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I really like Lena Luther. Yeah. Yeah. I very much I enjoyed that actress. <laughs> well, he gets, She's uh, gorgeous. I know he gets to, uh, he gets yeah. to flirt with her in this, uh, this, uh, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. And, and according to comics, uh, Sphere ends up turning into the villain called Biomax. So, um, and this is a, a villain that has mind control powers. And uh, so we'll see what happens. Uh, Raul said um, that he was excited to work on Supergirl. And he says, it's given me the chance to continue my relationship with the CW, as well as fulfill my goal of meeting a Kryptonian. So uh, <laughs> that's going to be episode 18. It's called Ace Reporter, and it's going to be airing on March 27th. So we'll be able to check that out before the iZombie premiere. Uh, okay, cool. So let's get into uh, our episode discussion, and let's start with uh, Cape Town. So, so Ralph, with these uh, these rewatch episodes, we really don't talk about the entire episode. We just kind of pick out stuff that uh-huh. we liked. And uh, – you know, so why don't you get us started with something you like? Why did you pick this episode, for instance? Well, I picked this one because of my relationship with Mike. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I figured it would be a good way to kind of talk about the comics, which we did. Um, and I don't know if your first watch episode you brought up that the Fog's name was Chris Allred. I think I remember I th- me. I remember bringing I think it you up. Did. Yeah, I did, but I was like Allred, ah, like Mike Allred. That's funny, but I totally uh, blundered on the fact that his first name is Chris. <laughs> yeah, you know how you know how podcasts always say podcasters always say, oh, people are at home screaming at their iPods yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah, that was me. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I I hope I corrected myself in the next episode, but uh, probably not. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, I like how he has this like daredevil 
opening. It, it seemed very Daredevilish, where he's standing on the rooftop and he just you could see him like listening, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then the screen. Comes yeah, up. but what was very cool was yeah, in the opening scene it was him on the rooftops, but then later on it's Liv standing in the exact same spot yes. with the Happy yeah. Holiday sign. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, by the way, it's uh, it's Christmas again uh, this week on the iZombie podcast. I wasn't prepared for that. I was like, oh boy, there's lots of lots of Christmas songs in these episodes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I am the fog and tonight I'm thick with justice. <laughs> I noticed there were some kind of big moments for the for the show on this episode. One is uh, Drake becoming a zombie. Mm-hmm. It's Drake, right? Is that his name? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Um like that was a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. And did you see how he talked to Liv? Like he looked at her very affectionately. Now that we know that they have a relationship later on. Yeah. And she just she doesn't really pay much attention to him. And we know he's a cop. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> uh yeah, it's a huge moment uh when she scratches him, you know, and uh she just like because you know, it's a big deal. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a big deal. Not something to be taken lightly. It's like, what are you going to do? Are you going to let this guy die, and then possibly the tainted utopian constantly being hung over her head, or are you going to, you know, yeah. turn him into a zombie? And then you know, all the stuff with Major and going on. And it's it's it was a, probably a tough decision, but she didn't really have much time to um, think about it. Um, uh, speaking of Major, I I had a note here. Of how creepy is Major's plotline if this is your first episode of I Zombie? <laughs> You're like, oh, they're doing superheroes. I should check this one out, you know? And then yeah. you see him stalking a girl, hiding in her shed, going through her things. And uh, and then as she's about to kill herself, he stops her. And then she turns into a zombie. It's like, uh. and then it turns out she's a hooker who loves being a hooker, by the way. And it's, yeah, yeah. it's good money. Yes. <laughs> And here's that social commentary about sex workers, uh-huh. about how as long as she's in control, you know, she loves her life. Yeah. yeah. But when the control's taken away from her and she has somebody holding, you know, things over her that, uh, you know, and she, then she's forced to, ooh, I mean, like, look at Blaine's minions. Oof. Like, that's who she, you know, she's used to, she, she um, screens her customers and mm-hmm. she only... Goes out with people she wants to go out with, and now she has to go out with Blind's minions. Yeah, I actually, I actually pictured her. Not that I really wanted to, but I was thinking like, oh man, who's she have to have sex with? And I immediately flashed to Angus, Blaine's dad. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> uh, um. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, the the whole Christmas thing. Uh, my wife had a, a friend over last night, and. Uh, she wanted to watch the holiday with her, and I was like, "That's a Christmas movie." And then I sat. I'm like, "All right, well, I'll be on my laptop with my headphones." I put my la- I turned this on. I was like, "Oh, Christmas! God damn it! Yeah. <laughs> it's March." <laughs> um, I love the holiday. Yeah, she does too. Go ahead, Ralph. <laughs> um, with the with CW doing all these crossovers with their DC titles, and this is somewhat of a DC title. Yeah. It's Vertigo, which is an offshoot of DC. Um, it doesn't look like they'll be able to cross over with any other DC title because uh, Batman is not real. It is mentioned on this, this episode that Batman is not real. 
Wait, so but is Batman re- Batman's not real in? I mean, he's real. He's real in the Gotham universe, but has is he even mentioned in the DC universe? The TV universe? Yes, yes. Someone has mentioned. They've definitely mentioned Gotham before. I want to say that they've mentioned they've mentioned Batman or Bruce Wayne. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm this is like four shows over like countless seasons, but I pretty sure it was mentioned at one point you know i had that thought when uh you know i had there was that announcement that raul was going to be on uh supergirl i was like well if they can't cross over and i was like oh wait supergirl's on a different earth (laughs) so they can't still cross over so yeah yeah but yeah uh so what are your uh what are your thoughts on vigilante crime fighters is it is it the right thing to do to get dressed up and go after criminals or uh I don't No, these are people with boundary issues. These yeah. are people with their uh they have uh impulse problems with impulse. Uh-huh. Impulse control. No, you don't do this. <laughs> if, <laughs> Leave if it to the professionals. If there's somebody if there's somebody committing a crime and a person happens to see it and they inter- intervene and you know, you know, make things right. Mm-hmm. That's great. But when you're like going out searching for crimes, yeah. like you're just causing more trouble. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's not healthy. I mean, it, I mean, it's fun to watch on TV. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you not, know, like, the, not like the people, news. they, <laughs> they have something wrong with them. They're delusional or, uh, they have some kind of complex, well, yeah, if you're listening, the situation uh, don't hit on subscribe yet. We don't all hate you. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mr. Boss kills all of the drug dealers before the cops bring them in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, oh, oh, a social commentary about vets, about veterans. Oh, boy. This guy, he Careful. went to you Iraq just, and he got it. You just destroyed our well, superhero no, but, <laughs> audience. No. <laughs> Drake's friend came back from Afghanistan, Iraq, and he uh, he has a spring. They call what did they call him? His street name was Pogo because he had one of those. (laughs) Anyway, so blades for foot. So he couldn't find a job, so he had to start selling drugs. So that's your Mm -hmm. social Mm -hmm. commentary about how uh, veterans come back from war and you know, yeah, can't find a job. Oh God, I'm I'm glad you brought this up because this uh, is another like I remember just podcast upon podcast of me just being stuck on something and it was completely stupid and that was the this whole missing bodies thing I, and just where they are but I for some reason since um, Drake mentions that he kicked out like the um, the brake light so he could see the water tower I for some reason got it stuck in my head that this the car was buried and they were buried in the car. <laughs> and I think for like at least a couple episodes, I was like, there's a car buried out there somewhere. And of course, in the next episode, when uh, major digs up a license plate, I, I, I immediately jumped on that too. I was an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, they're looking for bodies, not a car with bodies. in. <laughs> yeah. It'd be a lot tougher to hide. <laughs> Um, 
what else? Oh, I, I, I wrote down like all of Liv's awesome superhero lines. Uh, they're not oh. in the system. They are the system. Uh, there are bad people in this world. We put them in cages, expect them to change, and they never do. Uh, I make time. He's your Jim. He's your James Gordon. Yeah. He's not. I'm not your James Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wish that her her outfit, her superhero outfit, would be like a Comic Con exclusive for yes. like pop vinyls or something. I was really hoping they would do something like that. Uh, didn't they do something like an exclusive? They did a couple. Uh, I think they did a zombie version, yeah, or like a full zombie, a mode. zombie mode. And I think the Comic Con version was the lab coat one. Yeah, I have a lab. I have one that's lab coat. She's holding a uh, hot sauce. I don't have. I don't have any iZombie stuff. Yeah, I got. Not a, that there's like a ton of it as well. Yeah. Um, and they just kind of stand. I don't play with them at all. I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, and yeah, the great superhero tropes as she's uh, going into that warehouse. The I love that she's on the roof and then the truck goes by and she's gone. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. she just rappelled down or something. But I like that she uses the marble uh-huh. to hit that guy in the head. I think that's what she hit him in the head with. I'm assuming that was the payoff of the marble. Yes, it was the marble. Yep. Yeah, it would come in these. Uh, uh, Robbie said it, marble will, always comes in handy. <laughs> And and the score they play during this, it sounds like something from Pro yeah. or something like that. <laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah, it kind of sounds like uh the Dark Knight mm-hmm. little bit. Yeah. And how, you know, you're looking through you're looking at the villains from far away and then all of a sudden she just like pops up in front of the camera, you know, in focus. Yeah. And of course, I'm the nightmare before Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> um the team that they were putting together was really good. They looked really great. Oh, yeah. They were a lot of fun. I was kind of hoping they were, like, going to have, like, more characters, like, from the comic or something. Because yeah. I'm, I'm a fan of – I'm a fan when the show does nods to the book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think in – I think there was an episode where uh, Ravi is playing some sort of a World of Warcraft type of game. You're talking and about in that game, Reality Bites. Yeah, and his his character is a wear terrier. <laughs> My Which, name is Arf Vader. <laughs> there's a couple of things. There's a couple of things that don't have to do with these episodes, but they're unanswered questions that uh, I keep wondering about, and it's driving me crazy because I am such a fan of the comic and the the concept of a wear terrier. Did anything ever come of Robbie getting scratched by uh, the 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 rat? Uh, he found out that um, the uh, scra- the zombie virus can't jump between species. Oh, okay, so because that was that was my big my big hope for uh, yeah wear terrier. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. might have been better because yeah, the discussion around the time was just like what would Ravi look? Like? He'd look ridiculous as a zombie, and he 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 would say in interviews that he looked like uh, like Colonel Sanders or something like that. <laughs> And, uh, but he couldn't pull off a wear terrier, I think. Yeah, yeah. If if it actually ended up affecting him, I don't know. Uh, um, another question, also not from this episode. Um, maybe it's been answered. I don't know. Uh, the Ryan Hansen episode with the Max Rager, and or is it? Yeah, flight is of the dead. Yeah. Okay. So in that episode, I remember um, Liv and Clive were 
entering a house to find somebody. Mm, yes. And they they showed up at a um there was uh the shower mm-hmm. yeah. and someone had just escaped through like the back window or something. Um well sh- they pulled the shower court the shower curtain off or something. Whatever happened to that girl? Did they ever find her? Was it seemed like uh, they just assumed where she ended up and as a viewer you're supposed to kind of assume uh, because it's like the the oven's on, uh, the shower's going. It's like different things that are going, yeah. but it, it she's not there. Um, it, you find out later in the uh, season that uh, Sebastian is uh, taking people that are a threat to Max Rager, like the receptionist that's going to leak info. Okay, and uh, basically tying them to a stone and throwing them off the boat. Okay, that's that's right. Because I'm a super, super, I'm a super casual viewer of the show. Yeah, I uh, I've I've seen every episode once <laughs> yeah. when they aired, yep. with the exception of these two, which I've now seen twice. <laughs> and then my only other kind of um, reintroduction to, as far as a rewatch would be, the closest thing was re-listening to your shows. Ah, and I bet, oh yeah, that happened. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> And, oh yeah, me too. I, he's so wrong he... about that. <laughs> but I probably get a lot more out of each episode listening to the podcast than I would watching it again. Oh, thanks. Because I think you guys, I think you guys, kind of you. I, I'm more in it for like the zombie mysteries and stuff, and you guys definitely have a better handle on the relationships. Right. Yeah. So, like, when Steph, when you just said that Drake was looking at Liv, and then she kind of didn't really look at I. Didn't even occur to me. <laughs> I was like, oh, I didn't even notice that because I'm more about like the case of the week or the brain of the week. And I, it's like the relationships, like it has to just be a dramatic scene. Yeah. Yeah. Is- well, like in the next episode, Method Head, yeah. mm-hmm. Liv says, oh, because uh, what was it they're talking about? Liv says, what does something that's like really good and really bad at the same time? And he said, well, it used to be. Sorry, my husband is raising and lowering the uh, garage door. It used to it's be. It's not that. Um, You're just commenting that your husband is. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be. Sorry, my husband is lowering. <laughs> no, it's not that at all. Hold on. Hold on. I'm looking for. I read. Like, that I wrote like it egregious. Down. Egregious. <laughs> and, and Robbie says, oh, egregious, like how they use science in this show. How, yes. they, how they treat. And she said, uh, it's not about the biology. It's about the friendships and it's about love. So the show doesn't want us to get too bogged down in the, you know, the, the specifics, the science. Uh-huh. Just, you know, care. I just I enjoy the fun dialogue and the, you know, the characters are great. Just well, it's, and even the mysteries, the mysteries don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> they're fun, but that's I love what's when they're funny. connected I think, to the mythology. That's the best part. That's that's the best. I think mysteries. what's but, go ahead. What's fun about the show is that they're having fun. Like yeah. lines like that are mm-hmm. are for the audience to say, okay, just relax. It's just a TV show. There's a line in Method Head where. Uh, they're shooting zombie high in Seattle because, but it's supposed to be Portland because they can get tax breaks, right? Which is clearly, you know, a nod to them shooting in Vancouver yeah. or Seattle. And isn't Portland in the comics? It's yes. uh, it's it it's either in Portland or outside of Portland. Yeah, it might be Eugene. Oh, Eugene, I think that's it. I think that's where that's where Mike lives. Yeah, and I don't. I think Chris Roberson lives around there somewhere. Mm-hmm. A lot of those comic book guys live in Portland. So, at least the ones I follow. 
Uh, I just I definitely want to start talking about Meth Ahead, but was there anything else? Uh, did did Liv and did Liv and Major break up in yeah. Cape Town? Yeah, Liv gets that's broken that, up with, and then she goes home and breaks up with Major. She goes, and that's like that's five. another yeah. that's like another really big deal. Yeah. You know, it, it's like I watched these two episodes and I was like, oh, man, did I just pick really like kind of like uh, series shifting events? Because mm-hmm. I just want to talk about comics and stuff, <laughs> the, the the fog and, and those guys. But it's like, oh, my gosh, these major either these crazy, no pun intended, major things are happening. Mm-hmm. And um, or does it just happen every week? Like in the rewatch, has it been like stuff like this all the time? Uh, it pretty much is. Yeah, surprise how much we, happens. Yeah, because yeah. Method had – they have uh, the Fitbit yes. that Major gives to uh, um, what's his name Von Du Von, Von Clark. Clark VDC Von Clark. and then and then it's the is it the first time we see the Romeros in the lab down in Max Rager? It's the first time Major sees it. Okay, yeah, we've gone down there with Von before, and then went down there with Rita as well. Yeah, well, yeah oh, Rita. I, I definitely didn't want to. I mean, it's it's quick. I'm, uh, Cape Town aired, I think, before the end of the year, and then Method Head was weird because it a- aired a couple weeks into January, and they were still doing Christmas uh, in that episode. Yeah. Um, but I, it was—I remember it being a really big deal when Clive ends up dumping Liv, and uh, how how sad it was for her because, like she says, like this is what, this is my one thing. This this actually offers gives me a reason for like. She was uh, she was like in a fugue state or whatever in in the mm. pilot. She had no direction and she was just yeah. working to get brains. And now she yeah. The and then and what I didn't realize the first time around, but Major talks about you know we'll get you some synthetic brains and that'll that'll do you <laughs> yeah. know that'll keep you going. No, it's nope. the it's the it's eating the brain and taking on the characteristics of the people, which is a blessing and a curse at mm-hmm. the same time. It's a it's a good thing and it's a bad thing that I have to live with these people's issues, but uh, <laughs> but it gives her a reason to go on. Yeah, I mean it sucks too because everybody, all the brains she's eating are people involved with crime. Yeah. You know, it's not like it's not usually like fun people, and <laughs> usually the first thing that sparks in her mind is their last memory. Which is always not fun, mm-hmm. and so it's kind of I like how they um, been playing that up. Like it's taken, uh, it's taken its toll on her, and then seeing Major finally realizing that that it, it you know it's, it's a lot on your shoulders having to deal with this stuff. He's he never going to get the real. He's never going to get the live back that he had before. You know, this is yeah. this, is, this is the way it is now. Yeah. And we had something that we'd never had before seeing. People on the outside see her have a vision. Oh yeah. Without us seeing that yeah. effect. Yeah. You yeah. see from the outside in the field. Yeah. There. <laughs> She's just kind of standing there. <laughs> That's what I always wondered on like the show Chuck when he would flash his oh, yeah. his 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 computer brain thing. I wonder what that looks like. It, 
I have my uh, my old notes uh, from when we originally covered this, and I just wanted to note for the before we get out of Cape Town that uh, uh, Io9's review of the episode was titled "For the Holidays, iZombie Decides to Destroy All Hope," <laughs> which I think is a great, <laughs> you know, because the whole uh, 162 days uh, the cured rat turns back into a zombie, and now it's like a ticking yeah. clock for Major and Blaine. So, yeah. all right, so. Yeah, and Major gets that bad news right up at the top of Method Head. Uh, and Ravi, of course, is clueless about the whole uh, breakup. And he's like, hey, you guys can have sex soon. <laughs> it's like, no, no. When I don't remember if you guys discussed this when you did the first uh, watch of this. Um, did you guys talk about Upper Deckers? <laughs> uh I'm I'm assuming we did, but I don't I don't I don't remember. Oh, okay. Uh, this time I immediately knew what it was, and I just wonder <laughs> if the first time I knew what it was. <laughs> you probably did research. Yeah, I was wondering because I cause probably I'm, didn't because they say it in the show, and I know what it is, but they don't explain it on the show, which is probably for the best. Yeah. But yeah. I was like, I'm wondering. It's it's kind of nice that they just leave it up to the audience. I guess the audience is smart enough that they don't know what it is, that they can go Google it and then be surprised. <laughs> yeah. But I thought that was really funny that they just kind of left that out there <laughs> for for everyone to, to – you're either in the know or you're not. But I'm glad they didn't have to explain to us what it was. Yeah. And then there was the part where Ashley, Crystal, whatever the actress name is, she was like, yeah. you know, you're just acting like a big – and you, you know what she's going to say – Mm-hmm. But she doesn't say it, but then it cuts to the uh, to Liv's vision, and she does say, "Dickhead." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this. So is... I don't. I, I didn't catch the the name of the school in Zombie High, but I noticed that the letter the Letterman jacket had a Z on it. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so it's I like somebody's name in it, like Michael Zimmerman High School or something. Oh, okay. Which he, it might be a person that we need to know about, but I never looked it up. I just figured. Or that. it's a Team Z thing inside joke. Uh, I have this somewhere. <laughs> so, well, also, yeah. what I liked yeah. was when uh, I can't remember what Blaine's saying, but it's basically you have to save my life because without me, the the zombie apocalypse will break out, and then cut to. A girl who looks like Liv and is dressed in Liv's colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Running toward and you know all the zombies kind of after a, her. There's kind of a cool lighting trick because when she's outside, it looks like her hair is white. Yeah, because oh. it's kind of like overexposed. But and, and, but when she gets into the building, um, you see it, that she doesn't blonde. look like her at all. Yeah, yeah. no, it's uh, it's the uh, chief. Chief says something about like he comes back with like a, a, a the guy that shot him in the eye. Got, he comes back with his head, <laughs> and then he he uh, admits that, or some, I think Donnie says that he might have scratched somebody when he was uh, you know messing yeah. up Benjamin. And yeah, did anything come of that? I don't think so. I I think okay. So one of my first notes here uh, is to, the fact that. This whole this episode is so weird in in structure, like yeah, because we we solved the mystery of the dead Santa Claus in the first few minutes. We didn't even yeah. there wasn't a mystery. It was just dead, wasn't he? Or well, he was, and they kind of knew who did it. it but mm. Liv kind of had to do something. 
she ate the Santa Claus's brain and then she sent in somebody that witnessed it. Oh yeah, yeah. because because she and Clive are still yeah. yeah she and Clive are still on the outs right right because yeah and so but it was, it was just so she quick. slowly made her uh huh they go from like they go from Christmas to New Year's and then they go the present which you know since we're rewatching it now that means that it's March of the next, the following year no. <laughs> uh, yeah and and the fact that. I think what's really fun about this episode, among many things, is that uh, this is straight up live for uh, – I, I timed it. Like she doesn't actually eat uh, the brain of the actor until probably like like around like 25-minute mark of this episode and that's oh. taking out the commercials, of course. So it's over halfway through. Yeah. So the first part is, uh, is just live being herself and – the kooky behavior is just her geeking out about zombie high. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I want to watch zombie high right now. I want to watch this show. <laughs> yeah. It looked like it was really campy. I love it. Like a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And, and like, they got to do a, so much meta commentary on, on yeah. a zombie. Like you said, stuff, the science. And I don't even think I caught that the first time around, which is great. Uh, so, um, they said that the they said that the actor one of the actors was really nice because they would visit the writers' room and ask how they were doing. Yeah, and I kept looking at like, okay, there's actors, there's the producers, there's the right. I mean, we've had some of these people on our show, so I'm like, okay, who's who? Like, the producer in, in charge is like, I was like, is that Diane or is that their version of Rob? But like. <laughs> You know that kind of, and like, who's the who's the method actor on iZombie that you know? They're, they're Someone the directors seem very specific. I think it was the director had like a beard mm-hmm. and like a cap on. Like I, I feel like that was very specific. Yeah, but I don't know who I, I don't know who that would have been. It's maybe it's some in jokes. Um, yeah, the whole upper decker scene, like you said, uh, that that was like a cut, and Robbie says that it's from episode two ten, which is the episode that we're watching. <laughs> Um, uh, uh, and of course the, the biggest one is, uh, uh, Clive, um, talking to the zombies and zombies say, uh, Oh, imagine a zombie show where a zombie zombie is a star of it. And he says, that's dumb. (laughs) (laughs) So great. And did he say zombies, they creep me out. Yeah. That's kind of scary. for. And he was just all taken with the crafts service table <laughs> like <laughs> like i would have thought that would be you know the, he wouldn't think of anything so trivial as the craft service table he would mm-hmm. be more interested in the in the case but he feels so like Liv was so excited to be on set <laughs> and he felt yeah. so sorry for her that he just like instantly forgave her for uh i know yeah you know it just happened and and that's the thing like for this episode took place like weeks after like didn't didn't air till like weeks after so for weeks we were we'd be talking about or maybe we're just not podcasting but i remember just thinking like oh man when are the live and climbing it's the very next episode <laughs> <laughs> but you know that is that's us. Mm-hmm. We do podcasts on sh- about shows because we want to be a part. We love it so much we want to be a part of it. <laughs> you know. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. nice uh, uh, homage to the comics, uh, Ralph. I don't know if you noticed uh, at, at the beginning of the episode. 
Um, what, I don't know if I do. Uh, Ravi and Major are digging, and Ravi is oh, wearing. Oh, they're wearing the outfits. Yeah. The the grave the grave digger outfits from the comics. Yeah. It's like a kind of a a tan with a with a red stripe. Yep. Yeah, yep. that's good stuff. And what was funny about that was I remember the live tweeting happening during the episode and someone said that to Raul on, and, and I remember him kind of like going, I didn't even realize that I was paying an homage to, to the comic when I was wearing it. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I, it's like, it's that kind of thing where it's like, okay, it's, I mean, it's not a huge deal, but it is for the fans of the comics. Like they're not yeah. abandoning us totally. And I'm sure, like, Mike and Chris got a kick out of that, too. They had to have noticed. <laughs> so. Uh, what else is... Oh, yeah, the Fitbit thing is great because, you know, it's going to happen. And I looked I looked back at my notes and I, I had written, like, while I was watching, like, what the heck is Major doing? Why is he, like, is, like now that he's been dumped by Liv, he's decided to just go like live in denial and and work for Vaughn and help him out and then turn this poor doctor in it's because he's mm-hmm. monitoring him and it, and I noticed yeah. like when he gave him the Fitbit I knew exactly what it was and you can see Vaughn actually literally brings the Fitbit up to his mouth and speaks into it my own fitness band <laughs> <laughs> as if it's a, yeah but well I mean I knew that Major was a smart guy and that he had a plan and then I forgot all about the Fitbit and and then the I doctor and the too. whole Yeah. I was like, uh surely Major is so smart that he would know that Vaughn is trying to play him. Yeah. But no, he just he just heard him. He just overheard him. Uh and Kit Boss likes a good slap and has Liv uh slap the actor Wyatt in this episode <laughs> and uh yeah, the last episode that he wrote was Real Dead Housewives of Seattle, and uh, uh-huh. uh, she does she slaps uh, Major in that episode. Oh, <laughs> like the scene! Card. Yeah, must be. I don't know the the scene where Liv acts like she's eating an apple, <laughs> and Ravi pulls it out. The, that is so excruciating. <laughs> like it was terrible, <laughs> terrible acting. I thought it was so like, funny, but like, oh, Rose is such a good actor. <laughs> That she can act terribly, very well. Uh-huh. <laughs> but they're having so much fun with it, and I think the best part of that scene is where she does all that stuff, and Ravi's like looking at her, and he's, and then it's like he just kind of turns away from her, and then you realize that he's pulling out a bag a bag of popcorn, <laughs> and he's totally <laughs> playing along. Yeah. He he loves he enjoys. These brains so much. It's like yeah. he gets so excited about these brains. Like, what is going to happen now? Can I just follow you around? And oh, uh, another another meta thing that happens in this episode is towards the end, uh, uh, Liv and Clive do this like classic cop drama scene in the interrogation room, just play acting. Yeah. But it's totally like what you'd see on like a regular cop show, like. CSI Miami. Two partners he having it do- out. In the, in the- he was doing. Uh, who's the guy from CSI Miami? Oh, David Caruso. Caruso? <laughs> yes, that's what he was doing. Oh yeah, because he had the sunglasses. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> um, and yeah, the big cliffhanger at the end is uh, Basio recognizes Blaine. Somebody finally recognizes him from that sketch. Yeah. 
what else is there? I, I only have a couple quotes I outlined, which are, um, swing by and you can canvas this. And by canvas, I mean, have sex with. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yes, Olivia, there is a Santa Claus brain. <laughs> Other than that, what is hell? Hell hath no fury, fury like a woman who thinks she's been. What what episode was that? What are you talking about? Oh, that. Oh, okay. At the beginning of Cape Town, uh-huh. she's still on the, uh, the stalker brain. The stalker brain. Yeah, because we get the fallout of when she used his thumbprint. To get into his phone and text uh, Hilda slash Gilda, Gilda slash <laughs> Rita. Rita slash Gilda. And she got the uh, <laughs> picture of her in her nighty. Yeah. And so they have the fight. Yes. Okay, that's where I got that. Another thing that would probably drive me nuts if I listened to our old episodes is I couldn't decide whether to call her Rita or Gilda, where it's clearly she's Rita and she's pretending to be Gilda only with Liv. That's it. <laughs> but forever we're just calling her Rita Gilda. Rita Gilda. Uh, and I don't know if there's anything else. You guys have anything else before we get into trivia? I don't. I'm fresh out of stuff. I think that's it. I think we covered it. All right. Um, let's do some trivia then. <laughs> I pit you two against each other. Okay. Uh, Ralph, uh, since you're the guest, I'll ask you odds or evens. That's not the first question, by the way. <laughs> I'll do evens. Evens. Okay. All right, Steph. So you get the first question. Okay. What zombie movie does Blaine ask Drake if he's seen? Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> did you did you yell it out too, Ralph? No, I yelled out odds. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay, That's your okay. question is: Shoot. Name one of the two guys that are buried near the Jensen Water Tower. <laughs> oh, jeez, Louise! I have no idea. Um. It's one is Drake's buddy with the is it Pogo? Was he one of the dudes? All right, I'll give it to you because they do say they call him that. Uh, but yeah, okay. their names are Vic and Larry. <laughs> Very memorable. Vic and Larry. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Uh, Steph, name one it's... of the superhero names that Robbie runs past Liv. Oh shoot! Just one. There's uh... like six of them. Okay, she says that she would be KK, the KKK's favorite superhero. As, uh, as what? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> oh, I cannot. No. Oh, oh, the, <laughs> I have no idea. I can't, I can't. Ralph, you want to give one or two? Or I don't, I don't know. I know what I was at scratch. In it, there's old, no, oh, old, old scratchy. scratchy. <laughs> uh, the one you're thinking about, Steph, is Mighty Whitey. <laughs> but there's also Super Dead, Doctor Power, Dead Power, Doctor Dead, and Snow Woman. <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh, all right, Ralph. Uh, what does Mary knock live out with in the warehouse? Uh, look like a pipe. Could have been something else. I don't. I don't believe so. It was like a, it was like a, like a candlestick or something. What was in there? 
was it Christmas related? It was yeah. I had it written down as something else, but now you're making me think it was the pipe. <laughs> I don't, what do you have written down? I have a snow globe. <laughs> oh. Um. I don't remember. I'll give you the point because I'm not sure. <laughs> it, pro- <laughs> it might be the pipe. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking it was pipish. It's pipish. In shape, yeah. Okay. Uh, Steph, how does Liv uh-huh. know that Major isn't calling Rita on a landline? Because it's not 1987. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I knew that one. <laughs> uh, Ralph. What character did the victim Jordan Marsh play on Zombie High? Oh, man. <laughs> I have no idea. No. Steph, do you know? Uh, was it Cody? No, nope, that was the other kid. It was, was the was other Wyatt's one. Character. Uh, no, it was Burdick. 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 What a name. Uh, Steph, what sense memory would Liv draw upon to pull off acting like she was scared? The time she saw a a bear? Yeah, I'll give it to you. The, okay. the time she was camping and saw a bear. <laughs> yeah. And Robbie said, how about the those times that you were that you saw zombies? <laughs> yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Uh Ralph, uh what talent does Daniel, the deaf gifted student on Zombie High, have? Oh man. Which is a Yeah. <laughs> Oh, jeez, Louise. I don't know. What talent does he have? Yeah. I don't know. Do you remember Steph? He was a good kisser? <laughs> no. He has the power he has the power to smell zombies. Uh which is another kind of meta thing on the, the major major's yeah. powers. <laughs> uh okay. okay, uh wait. Uh wait, who had odds? <laughs> I'm, I'm confused. <laughs> Steph had Steph him. Had, okay. I'm an idiot. Okay. Uh, your last question, Steph. What did Ravi film Liv doing without her consent, which she forced him to delete? Sleeping? Snoring? Yeah, snoring. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was really odd. That was very mundane. <laughs> uh, and finally, Ralph, what does Bazio say to Chief when she first meet him? First meets him. Holy cow. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> You remember stuff? No. Uh, this stuck out to me because probably because I just I'm rewatching Fargo and watch the movie, but uh, she looks at him. She's like, "You're a big fella." <laughs> so sounds like sounded like Francis McDormand to me. All right, Steph, you actually won trivia this time, four to two. All right, hot dog. <laughs> a questionable two, yeah, for me. We'll have to we'll have to go back to the tapes. But uh, and yeah. there's probably someone screaming at their iPod right now. So, um, yeah. how does it feel? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's happened to me plenty. <laughs> sure. All right. Uh, now we have feedback. Um, this first feedback is first bit of feedback is from Yura Shalmi, and uh, so it's actually a response to last week's feedback. Um, it says hi guys. When Efrax said that it was possible in Abracadabra to figure out who the murderer murderer was before the heroes do, I facepalmed. It reminded me of just how close I came to doing so when I first watched the episode. 
30 seconds in, the housekeeper walks into the room, there's a two-second pause, and you hear her scream. But when the camera showed us where the dead body is in the room, I instantly said to myself, that pause was a bit too long. She should have seen the body and screamed the moment she stepped into the room. Sadly, I put it down to an editing error and continued watching. Imagine how annoyed I was at myself when this turned out to be the solution to the murder (laughs) mystery. It just goes to show that I should trust the iZombie writers and directors. They know what they're doing, unlike some other shows I could name. (laughs) Thank you for that. And Efrex actually wrote in for this episode. Says, hey, Robin and Steph, quick note for those who might be interested. The Magicians on Sci-Fi has featured at least four iZombie actors in minor roles. Hiro Kanagawa, who plays Suzuki, Jess Harmon, who plays Bazio, Karen Canaval, who plays Dr. Irving, and Reese Ward, who played Cameron. It's a very different show than iZombie, but I've had way too much fun identifying familiar faces in new settings. Anyway, on to the episodes. Yeah, Steph and I have constantly um, thought about starting a podcast called Vancouver (laughs) (laughs) and just covering all the shows. That are filmed there because it's all the same stable of actors. Yeah. Uh, He continues uh, Cape Town is, to my mind, one of the quintessential episodes of this show. iZombie makes use of many superhero tropes, so it's great to see the writers making them explicit here. Ravi's nerding out is always great. There's the nice twist in the case itself. We get introduced to Drake, and the closing reveal of the zombie rat reversion puts a perfect. Whedon-esque horror cherry on top. What takes this episode into orbit for me, though, is the major Natalie sequence. Just try describing this scene to someone who's never seen the show. So the hero plans to neutralize this zombie call girl, but instead he winds up sharing hot cocoa with her and getting new insight into his new relationship with his own relationship with his zombie girlfriend. I can't even type that with a straight face. And yet Diane manages to make that into an incredibly moving scene. Hopefully we get to see Brooke Lyons again. Um, yeah, you yeah. you want her to be able to travel and take photographs and you want yeah. it to be okay. I felt bad for her. And then, you know, of course we know, like, she's, this is like the episode she's in. I think she made quite an impact because... I always remember her being in the freezer and then it's kind of a big deal at the end of the season where she's missing after mm-hmm. all the zombies break loose. Uh, he continues, uh, Method Head is another winner. Here the case itself takes center stage and it's a doozy with all the personalities and off-screen shenanigans and drama making for a whole lot of fun and Liv's turning around crying take when she's reading lines is, oh my God, so good. The twist with Major spying on Vaughn and taking advantage of his own narcissism is a great touch. I wish the show had time to do more with that. Can't wait to hear your takes. All the best, Efrex. Thanks, Efrex. I hope you enjoyed our takes. <laughs> All right. So uh, that's it. Oh, man. Um, you want to actually uh, – I'm going to look up the next episode titles. Ralph, do you want to give everybody a heads up on where they can find you on the internet? Yeah, uh, there's a few places. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I have too many, too many things going on. Um, the main thing I do is uh, it came from the VCR, yep. where I've been taking old clips from my VHS collection and just posting them on social media. Uh, I just got a new computer, and so I'm going to be taking it to the next level. I'm, I'm hoping to start a review show oh, awesome. uh, for some of these tapes. Um, uh, 
as I mentioned before, the Kaiju podcast, you can find that at Kaiju Pod um, on social networking or kaijupod.com. Uh, it's me and Jorge talking about monster movies, and it's also available on like iTunes and anywhere else you can download uh, podcasts. And then uh, last but not least is All Right, Let's Do a Podcast, which is kind of a free-form podcast with me and my friend Kevin. Awesome. So there's that. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for coming on to the podcast. I'm I'm so glad you're a fan of the show, and uh, yeah, uh, you know we'll have to do this again uh, during a, for a new episode. So yeah, definitely. I I, I like the show. Uh, I am a casual viewer, but I think yeah, I think I'd be more useful like <laughs> for a for actual new episode. Yeah, like theorizing. <laughs> yeah, instead of being yeah, like, oh, yeah. we know how this turns out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, uh, Steph, next time on iZombie, we're going to be talking about a couple of episodes here, which are fun. Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey Matter. Ooh, sexy. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Physician Heal Thy Selfie. <laughs> so I remember. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> all I can remember, it's phone obsessed live, I believe. And I remember her taking a selfie with Peyton in one scene. That's funny. Um, as well as other scenes. Uh, but uh, we'll talk all about that next time. Um, as for us, uh, we'll see you, uh, yeah, next week on the iZombie Podcast with Robin and Steph. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the iZombie Podcast with Robin and Steph. Send your feedback to iZombiePodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter and on Facebook. Just search for iZombie Podcast, all one word. All of our contact info is on our website, iZombiePodcast.com. You can follow Steph on Twitter at Steph Smith. You can follow Robin as well at El Robinero. Our podcast logo is designed by D. Sheehan. You can find her work at Behance.net slash Deanna Sheehan. Also, friend of the show Cheyenne contributes with Photoshops on our Twitter. Follow her at I. My zombie love. Check out our other podcast. You can listen to us binge cast through teen dramas like Dawson's Creek and Popular. Just subscribe to We Don't Want to Wait on iTunes. You can also listen to us occasionally talk about the Buffy spinoff Angel with our friends. Subscribe to Redemption Cast on iTunes. While you're on iTunes, why not leave us a review? We do this in our spare time, so your ratings and reviews are much appreciated and helps us get seen by more iZombie fans. And make sure it's on the correct feed. We are the iZombie Podcast with Robin and Steph. And we're done. You think anyone is still listening? Probably not. Zombies! Zombies!